Ladies and gentlemen, we are live again into the thick of the Podmas episodes. Uh, we've realised that this is taking a lot of effort and the lads are cooked, we're spent, but I'm joined by my main host. It's Cordo here, how are you everybody? Good, and we've got the big contingency, they're back, the New Zealand lads. How are we gents? We've got Chris and Jeff. Very good, hey. very good. Battling on. So- Insurance, yeah. insurance athletes over here. <laughs> this episode is coming out after the first Kiwi episode, so we can clarify for the audience this is after Chris has loaded up on three random shots. <laughs> I'm yeah, so feeling pretty Chris... festive right now. <laughs> Chris will be uh, henceforth known as the gingerbread man for the remainder of the episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> approved. So... In the spirit of all things Christmas, we've hit off everything that we've got, movies, carols, drinking. Now, we're going to touch on something while we've got our contingency in, but another loose part of the Christmas life cycle that happens when you become a loose adult, the work Christmas party. Now, it is a big event. It's normally spread across, well, it seems to be changing. Suddenly, it can start mid-November, but anywhere from mid-November right up to the last week of Christmas, whole different varieties around it. But, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take you on a bit of a journey because we've got the the expert, the man, the myth who is a Christmas party god. Lavar, <laughs> take us away. Take us on the Christmas party journey. Wow, what a what a great time of the year, guys! And an honour to <laughs> an honour to talk about something that's so close to my heart. Um, now, Chris, uh, stunning debut in the last podcast, and has inspired me to. Uh, to really get in the spirit as well and with some uh, with some props. So I need a I need a beer when I'm gonna talk about a Christmas party. So there's a there's a start. So cheers guys, very good. It's a good sound. And I also I also thought I should bring along uh, something that's been uh, very important to me across the last three Christmas parties. I actually got it in the work secret Santa. I know you guys were were blowing up about uh, how you hate the one where you steal and stuff. I, I actually love it. I think it's a great part of the, the working year. And I actually got these bad boys. So uh, <laughs> these are now a, a huge part of the IRI who I work for, IRI Christmas party. I wear them every year. Uh, they protect my face from the sun and also any flying objects that might come out on such a big day. Um, and they surprisingly, they've made it through probably a total of I would say 40 hours of drinking across the last three years. Uh, you know, amazing durability. Uh, respect to China for some top quality production here. Uh, so what, are they like, what are they like? Sunnies with like, a, oh, it's a Santa hat, plastic Santa hat attached to onto the sunglasses. Amazing. Really get in the festive <laughs> spirit and protect your eyes. You should always protect your eyes in the Australian summer sunshine. Uh, <laughs> so yes, we have, so we have this, uh, Christmas party, what can I say? One of my favourite times of the year. Uh, when I started at IRI, uh, I got the I got very lucky to get on the committee. Little did they know who they were introducing to the committee of the work Christmas party when I got involved. Uh, <laughs> to take a story back, probably I'm 37 now. If we go back to uh, my early 20s, my favourite movie, Van Wilder, Party Liaison. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a man who's always organised many parties. So my next prop... Uh, my friends got me this for my 21st birthday. It's a personalised plate in New Zealand for my car. You can see that. It says liaison, Jeff Bourne. 
liaison, party liaison. Very good. So proudly still have that number plate with New Zealand. Uh, and so as we can uh, see here, love organising a party for the last 20 years, still going strong, still organising things these days. But basically I got my, uh, I got my opportunity to organise a work Christmas party. And little did I know that this workplace was closely aligned to everything that I would want in a work Christmas party, which is basically drinking for a minimum of 12 hours and no whole bars, no HR. It's just a, just a good time all day. So <laughs> the IRI Christmas party, it starts at 8.30 in the morning with, uh, with prep. Basically, we, we cut up some fruit to feed the troops and we, we do the dirty, <laughs> dirty secret Santa in the office. We're drinking from usually 8.30 in the morning. We move through into the, the afternoon session where we'll usually go and do some form of activity. That first year, that was getting on a boat and drinking more on a boat. Uh, maybe lawn bowls one year. Unfortunately, it pissed down the whole day, so we just drank inside and played beer pong. As you can see, common theme here, a lot of alcohol at the, at the Christmas party. And then it's usually finished off with a session at uh, at Revelers, uh, the Saint in St. Kilda. And recently, uh, it comes back to my house. Uh, and uh, I've actually hosted the final event where there were up to 20 people standing still till around four in the morning. So uh, a great event. Uh, I'm very proud to be involved with organising the RI Christmas party. Uh, this year, unfortunately, COVID did manage to get its hands on that. And we did have a, a smaller scale event. It went for about 10 hours. Uh, but... Yes, this is this is certainly a time of the year that I'm I'm very passionate about, and uh, I look forward to uh, any questions you may have regarding regarding work Christmas parties. I'm sure we'll have some answers. So I've got I've got many, which I'm happy to <laughs> I I can happily lobby in my Cordo's sort of taking it. So not not to go too hard in the specifics, but as as you can be uh, the bearer of truth, and we can be the objective other people. It seems like you've actually got a great work crew. So I think, I think for the majority of people out there, the Christmas party is a microcosm of not a great place where you want to be because you can be stuck with a whole bunch of people who you wouldn't particularly like to be stuck with for, in your instance, a 24 hour period. Correct. What seems to be a 24 hour period. Yes. You also brought up another great point, which is stuck in there. There was no HR. so i feel like at any other christmas party for majority of other companies out there hr they're feverishly panicking they Mm. know some shit's going to go down they know they're they're probably having a quieter night because they know that within six hours following a christmas party they're going to get to work they're either covering stuff up smoothing some things over someone actually told their boss to go shove it like it's like a whole like that have a playbook of where to go straight away. But your big point, like I would say that's a very lucky and unique situation to not have HR directly hating on it. I would like to interject there to say we actually did have an HR member in Melbourne for a couple of years. So our main HR is in Sydney at the at the head office. We have about 60 people in Melbourne. And the HR person did get up the day before the Christmas party and advised us, you know, we'd had a big year and everyone had worked hard and we would have let our hair down, but to remember that we are representing the company. And then she proceeded to be the drunkest person and the biggest <laughs> disgrace at the whole Christmas party. So so all holds all holds were off at that point because quite frankly, she was setting the example that the rest of us were following. I have a story off the back of that because you will remember that you've invited me 
in the middle of Christmas parties, you, your crew, who, your work crew are amazing. Like, I can't get along well with all of them. You all invited myself and some other people. We just tagged into your Christmas party late one night. And that was when, for those that listened to our episode with you, the Christmas that Jeffrey Wong, the table tennis champion, <laughs> Alter Ego, was born. And as you were telling me this story, I was sitting next to a, a lady on the couch and I said, God, how did that go down with HR? And she proceeded to pipe up next to me and go, it's fine. I am HR. Love me some <laughs> Jeffrey Wong. <laughs> no, we, we certainly have uh, some fertile soils for a, a good Christmas party to grow. Let's say that. <laughs> Do you have, did you go one year as a bobsledder or Jamaican- just in tights? Jamaican bobsledder, uh, 80s. Yeah. Uh, you know, actually, I missed that point. A big part of our Christmas party is it's always a dress-up theme as well. So, yes, we've had we've had many themes over the years. But, yeah, Jamaican bobsledder, uh, 80s aerobics instructor, uh, human Rubik's Cube last year. That one was good. Lycra suit, whole, whole body Rubik's Cube outfit. Usually a lot of lycra on my front. I seem to like to wear minimal amounts of clothing and very I was say, tight. There's a real lycra theme here. The three yeah. costumes are all just lycra. Correct. Uh, and I've been sent yeah. a selfie of every single outfit at about 7am the morning of his Christmas party. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, yeah. Makes for some interesting looks walking down to the office at 7am before any tins have been had, uh, sporting, sporting one of those outfits. But, you know, all part of good fun. Gets Everyone gets into it. And, uh, yeah, it's always a good day. Took me four days to recover from last year's one, though. That was a problem. <laughs> Age has not been kind to the recovery process. I'm uh, worried about you next year, Jeff, given that it's been a, a year off. That's true. The it could be, Yeah, could be, it could be a, t- a two-day event, I think. <laughs> so, this, as as all of us are probably can attest to, though, there is one other thing with the Christmas party is that generally speaking, there's some stereotypical people who just seem to just generally pop up at every person's uh, Christmas party. So there's always, and I know Cordo and I brought this up when we were trying to not give spoilers away, when we're leading into the Christmas special, um, which was that there, there tends to always be one or two, actually, it's normally more than that, but there's always at least one person who's the, this is my time. Uh, it's been a big year. <laughs> but in your instance, you don't have kids that we all know about. It's, it's normally the, the kids are being taken care of. I'm launching. What other ones do you see the most out there? Just... That's a good question. Yeah, definitely the... Definitely the, the people who get an opportunity to not go out as much as some others will, will take the work Christmas party as an opportunity to dial up the launch codes and really, really <laughs> let, really let off some steam. Uh, what are some other ones in that bunch? Um, uh, the one I love and I've seen it blow up twice is the office romance that comes out in public at the work Christmas party because yes, they a have a one. fight. Yeah. I've seen that twice. I've seen a guy get a wine glass cracked on his head by a very angry uh, co-worker. And I've seen another one where um, two people in the office got into a, an argument because one of them was married and the other one didn't know about it. Wow. 
That's and a great only, Christmas party. <laughs> only, only found out because they, you know, when you end up in a group chat with people you just don't really talk to in the office and someone's gone, how's Michelle and the kids? And the girl that he was uh, having the little dalliance with was in the same circle because obviously hanging off the guy she was secretly with. And he's just gone, uh, yeah, yeah, she was, she's great and the kids are good. While the girl's just gone, <gasps> and that was a big bust up. And, and uh, I'm just picturing you, Cordo, being like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was, I was in the chat circle too, and I had my beer, and I literally went... <sighs> Oh boy. <laughs> I'll tell you another one that I see a little bit and it's probably uh, went down for a walk down Chapel Street, Jeff, and you probably sent like Chapel Street is a great Christmas party venue strip. There's just if you want to go wanna go check it out, now's the time. There is always the for whatever reason, there's there can be the younger people at the work. At some point there's nearly always the elderly man who might be late 30s early 40s female or male doesn't really matter but they're hanging around the young crew and they're like i can do this i've still got i've still got the petrol tickets i can still do this <laughs> you know it's you know it's six o'clock they've been drinking all day and literally could just sit and they're like he's like where are we going next guys like yeah and they're like i don't really no he's like this is happening this is happening. We're going to the next place. And they're like trying to, you know, either give up the shovel or, and you know, I'll actually done it. Like my call it to see what happens, but it, it's if I, I love that one. Cause it's probably going to be me. <laughs> yeah. I think you got the, the kick on is certainly a, an important part of the work Christmas party. I actually tying to the last episode, looping back to one of ours, we were in Revelers one year. And uh, we didn't get kicked out for one guy doing a straight arm of a Marky Mark off one level into another guy's mouth on the next level down and just showering him in blue goodness. I mean, he's he's had healthy, healthy beard growth and everything because of the vitamins that must have come out of that Marky Mark. Uh, his, his complexion has been miraculous ever since. Like, you know the other a, one? The other one I love from the work Christmas party is the quiet person who becomes like an icon, you know, oh, yeah. like Clifford in accounts. And then yeah. by like 10 PM, it's like, man, Clifford is a savage. And then Clifford quietly dines off that for the next 12 months in the office. Yeah. You know? He's got a new nickname. Oh, it's a cliff dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> Cliffosaurus Rex. <laughs> oh, good. And then every time the work Christmas party comes up, it's like, yeah, yeah, that was great. Oh, what about Cliffosaurus? And then he awkwardly in the corner of the office is like, yeah. <laughs> you, you never really want to mention um, from the Christmas party the next day when, when your name comes up a lot. I don't think that's like a good place you want to be in. Yeah, because it's yeah, either best on ground, but often best on ground is awarded for just shocking behavior. <laughs> Do, do you know what else I noticed about the Christmas party? It's just the vicious rumours that come out after it. Yes. <laughs> like, I, I hear every year, I'm in a big business, um, so there's a lot of senior management, and the stories that I hear about the CEO doing this or this doing this, and I'm just like, I, I don't believe it, but you just, it's never a credible source giving it to you. <laughs> it's just you someone... Don't. Stir in the pot. 
but don't let the truth get in the way of a good story, Chris. You know, yeah. it's uh, you know that that is that is certainly something to keep in mind following the Christmas party. I actually do reflect on last year's Christmas party for us, where uh, members of the public were, I think, surprised when we were at a bar um, and it opened out. Actually, had windows out to the street, and it was five thirty, so it was still blaringly light here at this time of the year. Probably light for another four hours, for that matter. And we'd already cracked into the karaoke, and I was doing. Uh, Sure, turn back time at 5.30 with four other people and there's people walking past just coming home from their normal day at work. And we're, <laughs> meanwhile, in a Rubik's Cube outfit. Uh, <laughs> good times, though. But the, the karaoke is, a good, is always a good end to the Christmas party if, if, if you can swing that. As I said, there's normally one tried and true method, which I think is the, the one key component of any Christmas party. If you can't find the drunk guy at the Christmas party, you're the drunk guy. (laughs) (laughs) So you always got to look out for that guy. (laughs) That is a fair point. AP, what's the dodgiest thing you've done at a work Christmas party? Uh, Create a fake person that was actually you and what did you do at a Christmas party? (laughs) Well, unfortunately, my... The biggest Christmas party, and we touched on this, was that one that you and I went to very early in our friendship. Where, but for the most part, my workplaces were actually very small. So your work Christmas party at maximum was ten people, maybe fifteen or twenty, and they were very low key events because they just a lot of the guys were like, oh, "I got the kids," like we'll call it. And there's three people sitting around after three hours, and you're like, "I guess I'll go home." Um, you know, not big nights, but that again, that night that. Uh, our, our last company we worked at, Cordo, uh, <laughs> where you and I hit the dance floor out of necessity and I think the public needed it. Let's just say that. It was about 8 o'clock on the dance floor and we'd got there at about 7 and there was rupture when these guys busted out some moves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that's really that's really it. Like all my ones are pretty lucky, but that was a big night too. That was a very big night. I can remember one that resulted in. Um, I got to be careful how I describe this one. <laughs> this could come back to haunt me. But uh, a place that I worked, uh, we were at the Christmas party, and you know when it crosses over and it gets dark, as in like the mood, not the light outside. Mm. It turned dark. There was a squabble, the energy got real dark and aggressive and it resulted in someone looking downstairs on the second floor of a balcony and some people showed up below and were like yelling or complaining that their reservation wasn't there and so their table wasn't ready. They had nowhere to sit and eat and someone took it upon themselves on at our party to throw a chair off the balcony down to them in order to give them somewhere to sit. Problem was that person launched the chair about 15 metres too far and the chair legs went through the windshield of a parked taxi or cab for our international listeners. True story. Made the papers. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I watched this chair just go... And get stuck in a windshield. And I've never forgotten that. The sight of the cabbie getting out. And he didn't yell. He just looked up like... <laughs> just a shock. Like, it was just all too surreal for him. 
Chris, what about you, mate? You've been very quiet there after your Captain Morgan gingerbread shots. Yeah, I, I more wanted to um, get to the point of like how to behave well at the Christmas party or some some good good things to bring to it. Um, one I've learned from the last two Christmas parties, having not done this successfully, is showing up sober. Oh. So I, I highly recommend uh, to people showing up sober because I had my Christmas party um, same Friday as you, Jeff, a couple of weeks back, and uh, we went out for a couple of hours of pre-drinking. And then obviously it's a unlimited bar, and uh, they had – I like my craft beers and they had IPAs on tap and, and pints of them. They're just, they're unmanageable. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> all I say to people having done a lot of Christmas parties is show up sober because it's very hard to go from zero to menace and an allotted drinking time period. <laughs> that is wise advice. That is and wise and advice. further to that, um, so the party we were at, um, obviously they had like um, the, the waiters bringing around food for everyone. And a bit of a life advice that I'd like to part to you all is my friend Sam taught me this is uh, never say no to them. So you watch a lot of people say, no, no, I don't want anything. Just keep saying yes, because later in the night, the trays will be full and they know like you're a, you're a go-to that they can clear a bit of food. So later in the night when you actually want the food, they're like, oh, yeah, that guy, he'll, he'll, he'll get rid of the back end of this tray. So be very polite and never say no. And that should uh, uh, turn up sober and be polite. Right. Great advice. <laughs> Can't say I've checked any of those boxes. And, uh... <laughs> no one does. <laughs> and just, just quickly, I would just also like to point out the previous episode has you pulling out spirit bottles and tasting them live on air, and now you're the one in the episode trying to give sensible advice about how to behave. <laughs> I've done it all. I've I've lived a full life, you know. So <laughs> for any of our younger listeners. <laughs> The school of hard knocks. Yeah, I know. I know how I can improve. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. I say I'm not. We've got. I don't think we've got any more to give on this one now. No. I think it has all been summed up. It is in a nice, neat little bow. That's it. Ah, uh, so on that illustrious note, gents. Love to thank you both for coming back on and joining us for another special edition episode. We will have you back in the new year uh, when we are able to step away from this and have a few more topics on hand. So stay tuned. But thanks again, gents. Thank you very much. I look forward to talking about Heineken Saturday in the new year. Yeah, and and or I don't think you get two guys who know more about rugby league. So when that episode comes up, lock us in. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Cordo, thank you. <laughs> thanks, mate. But, gents, everybody, thanks out there for listening. As always, uh, spread the word. Uh, as you notice, we are a word of mouth podcast. So, you know, spread the joy, spread the cheer, all those sort of fun, 
waxing lyrical terms that are used around this time of the year. Uh, check out our website, all the Instagram stuff. As noted, I don't do any of that thing, so Courtney is your main man you'll touch base with. <laughs> the Sunnies and the Santa hats are out, gents, uh, and ladies. Have a great night. Bye, guys. <laughs>